0: listening to Speeches and Cream, the podcast, with your host, Ari. That's me. So whatever you had planned for the next 20 minutes, cancel it. And let's get the show on the road honestly guys I can't even get over my intro like who the hell do I think I am like whatever you have planned for the next 20 minutes cancel it oh please Ari girl you are not that important yes you are Woohoo! okay so I'm here and I am ready to give you guys another episode because something's been creeping on my mind You know, so like I was, um, doing my, my morning scroll as I do open up Instagram, scroll right through. And, um, just a side note, you guys might be wondering why I've been quiet. Um, so I have been shadow banned, which means that none of my hashtags work, which means that I will show, like, I won't show on many people's timelines at the top. Like I'll be like right down the bottom. So you've got to like really scroll past the garbage to get to me, um, and i figure i'm just going to like wait it out be real quiet and hope that this goes away and once i am confident that the shadow ban has been lifted i will go ahead and start posting again but people have been so nasty man like i don't know what's been going on but i've been posting like really non-threatening things things like oh hey like my podcast has been released and people have been reporting my stories, which, in my opinion, do not violate any kind of Instagram community guidelines. But yeah, people have been people have been reporting me. I don't know who that individual is, but um, it kind of reminds me that this whole thing is very fragile. That once you start getting a little bit of a following, it is very easy for people to try and attack your um, your whole thing. And I mean, like, I'm not going to let that get to me personally, because in reality, Instagram is not my life. Instagram is not even real. It's kind of just a platform that I use to connect with people. But if that falls down, it's not going to stop my life. I still have a job. I still have amazing friends in real life. I still have so many things in my life that are amazing and that are growing and that are opening the way for more opportunities. So when it comes to that kind of thing, I'm not really bothered, but it is annoying when I do want to get a message out there and use my platform for good. Um, And I've noticed that it's only started happening since I've become a little bit more vocal about, like, issues, you know? So the first time that I was reported for harassment was when I was posting about Sudan. And those things were very, like in line with human rights. Like there were, I wasn't putting anyone on the spot. I wasn't dragging anyone. I wasn't threatening anyone. I certainly don't act like that. You know what I mean? So, um, whomever it was might have just been like, I only follow you to see your booty pictures. And I don't like that you're doing this. So I'm going to put some hate on your Page and you know limit your ability to continue posting things. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm just making things up. So that was the first time it happened, and I thought that I would wait it out. And then, like three days later, uh, I got another report against me, assumably because I hadn't actually posted anything to my feed. It was just on my stories, and um, that was when I was talking about my podcast. So it's just like. I've been I feel like whenever I post things that are not body related that people don't really like it but I don't care you know it's it's my Instagram at the end of the day you know like thank you guys for being here I will still provide the goods but I will also not shy away from speaking my truth you know and that's like one of the hugest reasons, I don't know if you guys listened to my first episode, but the hugest reasons that I even have a podcast is so that I could give voice to a lot of these concerns that I don't have a place to do on my Instagram. Um, so, yeah, that's just like a little bit of background. Um, And I really wanted to share this other thing with you guys. Now I'm changing lanes. Uh, I really wanted to share my story with you guys of the things that I've been up to lately. However, however, because of the restraints on my account, I really just wanted to wait it out, um, be quiet on there and come back once I have the full capacity of my um, of my account and the full functionality thereof. So until then I'm just going to be posting on my backup account which like nobody even follows but I don't care. Um and I will be speaking my mind here. Cool? Cool. Now, I'm going to get into what I've been up to lately, but before I get there, I'm just going to give you guys a background because As I am in this very specific lane on Instagram, I follow very specific people. And when I scroll through my timeline, there are specific things that I see. And of course, like as you guys assume, I follow like plus models and BBW people, but the people that I actually consume meaningful things from are people like Body Posi Panda and who else? Well, she's at the top of my list. Obviously, Jamila Jamil and the I Way movement is something that is high on my priority list. I love Lizzo. I love, I love these body positive influencers who are really using their platform to put a message out there, not just thirst traps, but proper messages, whether that be through humor or music or um, just being an advocate and an activist out there in the community. I am somebody who consumes that type of stuff you know and that really resonates with me and it makes me feel good and that's why i follow them um but specifically i wanted to talk about the question of body positivity in the sense that there are influencers out there who have come out who have represented a specific type of community and as soon as they gain a certain level of notoriety and as soon as they start getting some money rolling in, they will do something to their appearance that will take them out of that community. Does that make sense? So an example for example, who can I think of? Okay, so Jordan Woods, right? Also known as Kylie Jenner's ex-best friend. So when Jordan Woods first came out, she was, I mean, she's always been curvy, but like I'm going to zero in on her teeth. So, when she came out, she had these beautiful teeth, like beautiful gap teeth. And that's what her brand was. And people loved that. There were people who were a part of that gap tooth community and they were like, I've got gap teeth too. And just her taking up space and just her having a platform and being visible empowered them to feel beautiful. And I, th- I think that that's an amazing thing that people can do. Like, when you have a platform, really showing those things that set you apart from every other bitch, you know? So for her, she had attained this level of notoriety, even if it was by virtue of her best friend at the time. Uh, but once she started getting money in her account, the bitch went ahead and fixed her teeth. Like, What? And then she started looking like every other bitch with veneers, just this perfect white smooth smile. And though it made her look, you know, more conventionally beautiful, uh, not in my opinion, but you know, like though it made her look like all of those other conventionally beautiful people, it came to the detriment of her own audience because there were people who followed her specifically because they saw something in her that they had. They saw a reflection of themselves on a platform. And I mean, I don't want to single her out because she's just one example of many people on Instagram or out there in the world who have come into something, they've gained their followership or their followership from... um, you know, certain types of communities that they represent through their appearance or through their advocacy or through whatever. And then at some certain point they jump ship and it sends this message that says, you know, like, (laughs) like it's all good to be you until you don't have to be you anymore. You know, and I don't know, like maybe I'm taking it too far here, but I see that. I see people very concerned about those things on social media and I see how that can contribute to uh people who are you know on their journey to self-love and then they see that happening and it just like it makes them coil back inside themselves and question everything. So there certainly is room to discuss those types of things and I think that these discussions should be happening in order for people to take these types of things in a healthy way. You feel me? Okay, so let's fast forward. The question that I have to ask is, how can you represent body positivity if you are the first person to change your body? And for me, I don't even know how to answer that question. Yes, I do. Okay, so (laughs) here's my take. I always have an opinion. I don't know why I just like pre-negated myself, but my whole philosophy is that we are spiritual creatures having a physical experience right? So that being said, our relationship to our bodies isn't one that is fixed on our temporary appearance. I mean, this life is temporary. And as we grow and as we mature, and as we go throughout our vicissitudes in life, we will take on different forms. From a child that grows into a teenager that grows into an adult that grows into an elderly person as a woman that goes from being a young girl to being a woman to being a pregnant woman to being a mother to being a menopausal lady to being an old lady. You know, like there are so many facets to our human existence and our our weight gain, our weight loss, our wrinkles, everything that we experience in life is transitory, bitch. Like it's fucking so impermanent. Like if we try and, you know, like if we attach ourselves to anything, we are going to be severely disappointed because nothing is forever, including forever. Nothing is forever. Everything is subject to change. Everything is subject to some kind of flux, Whether that be, you know, like, for example, for example, let's say I am in the gym and I'm working out and I love my body because I've worked so hard for it. I've lifted the weights. I've eaten the protein. I have taken my pre-workout. I have taken my aminos or whatever muscle people do. And I have this muscular body that I am so proud of because it represents all my hard work and all the money that I spent at the supplement store okay so what then if I were in a car accident and all of a sudden lost the ability to use my legs now I'm in a wheelchair and those legs of mine are starting to wither away because I can't use them anymore and so the question is how are we going to navigate those situations and how are we going to best prepare prepare ourselves for the impermanence that is this life you feel me so When we understand that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience, the love that we can then develop for ourselves and the love that we develop for our bodies goes above and beyond this temporary state in which we're in. And I think to focus on the temporary and to be like, oh, I love my curvy body because it's curvy, like to focus on that is really to miss the entire point of body positivity because you need to love yourself throughout all the vicissitudes that is life. You need to love yourself no matter what changes you may undergo because I'll tell you what, like you can't be a big girl forever. There's going to come a time when you're 70 years old that you will just begin to lose the weight. There's going to come a time in your life that you are not going to recognize yourself in the mirror and you are going to long for that body that you once had unless you develop a love for yourself and a love for your body that is detached from appearance and that means that you need to develop a love for yourself that is unmotherfucking conditional and i think as human beings who get caught up in this game of life we really we really condition ourselves to have conditions You know, like we say that our love for ourselves is unconditional, but we look in the mirror and we hate ourselves and we say, you know, like I love myself when I lose 50 pounds. I love myself when I can fit this dress. I love myself when blah, 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 blah. But for me, when you recognize that you are a spiritual being having a physical experience, you can love your body for that life-sustaining vessel that it is, regardless of what it looks like. It will always be beautiful to you. You can always look in that mirror and feel love. You can walk around this world, walk through life with your head held high, having dignity that you are the personification of this immense, eternal and divine spiritual being that is you, the real you. And you don't need conditions for that love. You know, like that love surpasses, Any type of earthly love because it will carry you through to the next life. You can die and look down at the skin suit that you once used to inhabit and be like, thank you. You know, like it is an empty case, but thank you because it allowed you the ability to live your life. And if you have been a mother or an expectant mother, it has sustained not only your life, but the life of all of the children you have ever born. Which I think is so powerful and so beautiful and so amazing. Um, and yes, so that is my perspective. So I kind of want to look at this in the sense that we are transitory beings, our appearances are fluid, our thoughts and our spiritual growth are things that are never tied down to anything, and we've got this like eternal pot- potential that is like infinite. So there's that. But on the other hand, I do understand that there are people out there who need role models. And I think that it is important to have role models. I think that it is important for people who do have platforms to be very conscious of the message that they're sending out there. I think it's also important for influencers and the like to be responsible in the messages that they put out there. And to be completely transparent at every step of the way. So instead of being like, you know, like gaining your following because you are a plus size beauty and then losing all of your weight by getting, a, I don't know, like a gastric sleeve or something. And instead of just, like, saying nothing about it, be open about your journey. Be honest with every step that you take. And I think an amazing example of this is Ariana Omepi, who is a New Zealand influencer. And she had <clears> – <throat> she's she started out, like, as a workout kind of girl. I, I didn't follow her then. But then she had VSG surgery. So she went from being over 100 kilos, and by the next year, she was down to, like – maybe 60 or 50 I I don't know but the change was drastic and she was open and transparent with her audience every single step of the way and I think that as an influencer this is how to best position yourself being in a position that is open and honest and transparent and very clear about what you're doing so that you're not misleading people to follow you for something that you no longer represent And I think that she's made that transition so well from being a plus size influencer to now being someone who is body positive, but who has undergone surgery. And I don't think that those things are mutually exclusive. I think that you can have surgery and still love yourself. I think that you can get, I don't know, like injections or a nose job or whatever, and you can still love yourself. It doesn't mean that you hate the face that you have or the body that you have. It might just mean that you have done something in the name of your health. It might just mean that you are experimenting and trying new things and seeing what feels good for you. And I think that sometimes people take those things very seriously, maybe too seriously, and they harbor and they project their expectations on other people and are severely disappointed when they don't meet those expectations. Um, And at the same time, I think that as audience members and as people who are a part of the general public who look up to people, we too shouldn't be attached. We should not be attached to the idea that someone will be there representing us all the time. You know, like we have these unrealistic expectations of people who don't know us and we need to develop some kind of resilience so that when they make their life choices, which they are entitled to make, that we don't feel as if they've betrayed us or abandoned us. Now, boys and girls, I'm going to make a little announcement because I haven't had the chance to address this on my Instagram simply because I have been laying what low? I have been laying low uh, just until this shadow ban blows over and I was meaning to come back a bit earlier, but someone's just gone and reported me again. So I am going to tell you guys here that your girl went to the clinic and she got herself some fillers in her lips. So right now I'm loving my new lips, by the way. It's been a couple of days and these lips are amazing. They really are. And I didn't hate my face before. I had no problem with my lips. I actually loved my face but I thought you know what like there's a promotion going on and the worst-case scenario is if I don't like them, they'll be gone in six months, so whatever. So I went ahead and I got fillers and I mean, it didn't come from a place, as I said before, of self-loathing or anything like that. It really came from a place of curiosity and just wanting to try new things. It's kind of like people who want to try out a new eyebrow shape. Um, And I knew that it's, it's not a permanent thing. It really is just a thing that will last a couple of months and then it will disappear. So I thought, what's the harm? Um... And so I went to the clinic and I met with one of the best nurses in the entire city. She's absolutely amazing, Nurse Camilla P. Shout out to you, homegirl. She's a good bitch. Love her. Um, And she was amazing, the consultation was fantastic. She went through all of the different stages. She explained to me perfectly everything that I was to expect and all of them kind of happened exactly how she said it. She also introduced me to the different types of products that they had, as well as the different options. She showed me a bunch of befores and afters and she asked me what I wanted. And, you know, I presented to her different ideas and different pictures of things that I thought were beautiful, Um, and I really gave her the space to be like, okay, so you've done this for a really long time, you see people of all different types of face shapes and sizes, this is your bread and butter, so tell me, you know, what do you think I would suit, Um, and how do we get that happy medium between what will suit my face, and what will, you know, bring me closer to being Priyanka Chopra, (laughs) and I think we got the perfect balance, so I... If you guys live in Hamilton and you want to get your lips done, I highly recommend her. She's absolutely amazing. But at the same time, you know, like I do promote self-love. I do promote the idea that you can love yourself no matter what you look like. And my new lips haven't affected anything. You know, like they've just made my teeth appear straighter and whiter. And there ain't nothing wrong with that, girl. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm so here for it. Um. But it is something that I feel like as someone who loves themselves, it is important to try new things. It's important to, like, give yourself that opportunity to come into your own whatever that can look like. And for me, I really like this. Um, and no one can tell me that I didn't love myself before because, fuck, I know me. I know me. Um, so, yeah, like that's like a little confession that I wanted to... Put out there to the world. I want it to be completely open and honest and transparent because I think that's so important. Um, and I also want to share my journey like I've got some befores and afters that I will post up as well as like a little video of me getting it done. Um, so yeah, I guess I will post that up at some point, possibly after my shadow ban is lifted. Um, But yeah, no, I totally think that it's important to be honest with you guys because, you know, my platform and my audience and my supporters and lovers have been so amazing that there is no way that I would want to exclude you guys from anything that's going on in my life. Like I really want you guys to be a part of this with me and a part of this journey. And I don't want to represent myself as someone who I'm not, you know, so that's, Pretty much it, guys, for today. I am so grateful that you have chosen to join me once again because you could be anywhere in the world listening to any old tired ass hoe, but you are listening to this one. So, thank you so much for joining me, and I am so grateful, always grateful. Um, and I can't wait to catch up with you guys at another point when I'm doing something a little bit more interesting than getting my lips filled with hyaluronic acid. So, until then, take care, have an amazing day, night, evening, wherever you you are, whatever you're doing, and I shall catch you another time. Bye now. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.